Praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Julius Adewumi of the Gospel Distribution Ministry. I've been talking in the last broadcast about the book of Revelation chapter 21 and we saw this, the city, the new Jerusalem that God is made in, making for mankind, for the redeemed, for those that we overcome. And the Bible says, He that overcome it shall inherit all things. And the angel took the Apostle John to go and see the city which is the bride of Christ the city that's called New Jerusalem and that city like I said is already built by now it's built but when it was being built perhaps that was when it was showed but right now it's already completely waiting for the inhabitants and who are the inhabitants? you and me at the end you and me that are redeemed that overcome we believe in that place do you like to be one of them? make sure you overcome because what are you to overcome is the question what are we to overcome? Overcome the temptations that are always besetting you. Overcome the trials. Overcome the time when the Antichrist will be persecuting believers. Be ready to stand for Christ and not, and not be ashamed of the gospel. Overcome all the lusts and all the temptations. Overcome all the evil thoughts and evil imaginations. Resist the devil steadfastly in the faith. Is what the Bible said. And he, will, he shall flee from thee. Revelation chapter 21 beginning from verse 15. The angel talked to Apostle John and said, he had, and he that talked with me had a golden reed to measure the city and the gates thereof, and the wall thereof, and the city light four square, and the length is as large as the breadth. And he measured the city with the reed, twelve thousand furlongs, the length and the breadth and the height of it are equal just think about that what do you mean by the height of a city the height of a city will be like the tallest building also but the city that God is building he put in the walls about the city not for defense but for decoration and you can see what the Bible said here that the city the, the, the height of the wall is as tall as the width of the city you say what in the world would that be and I told you that 12,000 furlongs, when you convert that, it's almost 1,500 miles. That is what God is building. That is God actually took a big planet, or a, a small planet, and caught a cube out of it. And what is a planet? Just a rock. And God called a cube out, and inside that rock, God makes cities. And God himself, that is able to do this, since God himself is able to cut, cut a rock, a table out of a rock for Moses, it's a small thing for God to cut all those things and make houses in the city and make a cube out of a of a big mountain. And that is what we believe is going on here. And let's continue to read this. Verse 17. And he measured the wall thereof, and hundred and forty and four cubits. And what does that really mean when you say you measure the wall and you say the, the length, the breadth, and the height are the same? Now he's talking about the thickness of the wall. The thickness. When you say the length of the city is as wide as the breadth and as the height of the city, and I'm saying that must be the wall of the city is the is the is five is the same 1,500 miles. But now say the measuring the wall itself to be to be 140 cubits. It's talking about the thickness of the wall according to the measure of the man. He said that is of the angel and the building of the wall. Of it was of jasper, at least the wall itself is made of jasper stone. And the city was pure gold, like unto clear glass. I said, God used this, the most precious stone 
that human beings appreciate on earth and that is what God is using to build his city that he is going to live in because God said that whatever Adam called it that's what it's going to be called when mankind say gold is so precious God says okay I will use that gold for building the city for you guys and God loves you mankind God loves you and me and he's building a city for us that's made of gold and it's waiting for you to come on in to be an overcomer so that you can be a particular of this city now let's, let's see the garnishing of the city itself and why would God take enough time to make all this to make all this recording here because God wants you to be encouraged you believer that is suffering he wants you to be encouraged when you see that the glory that is going to be revealed in us no suffering or not is worth comparing with it the glory that God is preparing for you and me there's no suffering for God or not that can be compared to the glory that he is preparing for you so hold on and persevere my friend hold on and persevere in, in the face of trouble because in just a little while this city will be within view praise the Lord and let's continue here and this is the garnishing of the city verse 19 and the foundations of the wall of the city were garnished with all manner of precious stones the first foundation was jasper the second sapphire the third chalcedony the fourth an emerald the fifth sardonyx the sixth sardius the seventh chrysolite the eighth burial the ninth a topaz the tenth chrysoparos and the eleventh jacinth and the twelfth amethyst and the twelve gates were twelve pearls every several gate was of one pearl and the street of the city was pure gold and since it were transparent glass have you ever seen gold that looked like transparent glass before I've never seen one because gold that we see or not look like they are yellowish when they make them into rings but the Bible said this is gold and it looks like transparent glass you can see through it this is beyond this planet it's not from this planet this is something that is outside this universe or this world but God has his hand on it and God is the creator of all this and God is making it for us for you and for me and you will like when you shall see it and I pray that you will be a member just like I pray for myself that I will be there because he said he that overcometh and shall inherit all these things verse 22 <coughs> and I saw no temple therein why not no temple for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it because what do you have temple for temple is where people gather to worship God they believe God comes into that temple but here he's saying the old, build, the old city itself is the temple because God will be living in the city there's no need of another building where people will gather the old city is temple and he said God himself is the temple thereof and the Lamb well, why did he say the Lord and the Lamb I will tell you the secret he said the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it because God will be inhabiting the Lamb the Lord Jesus Christ will be the only presence that you will be seeing that will be Almighty God that is God will now completely be you can't see God except you see the Lord Jesus Christ personality that is God will inhabit that body for eternity the body of the Lord Jesus Christ which is the Lamb of God that is the body you will see when you say you want to see God that body that Jesus Christ used upon the earth that is glorified now, that is God Almighty and that's why he always said the body the Lord and the Lord, Lord God Almighty and the Lamb 
are the temple of they are not two people it's just one person because God himself is incarnated in the body in the body called the Lord Jesus Christ and which is the Lamb of God so that's why it is symbolizing as the Lamb verse 23 and the city had no need of the sun neither of the moon to shine in it for the glory of God did lighten it and the Lamb is the light thereof we see again he kept saying the Lamb and God because God will be inhabiting the Lamb and you, there will be no separation between the Lamb and God and the Lamb is not going to be a, a, a symbol anymore it will be the Lord Jesus Christ in his glorified state as he can appear and disappear right now that is how he will be for eternity the glorified state of the Lord Jesus Christ is God Almighty's manifestation and that is how he planned to manifest himself for eternity that's why he made a body for himself and entered to that body as a baby and was born as a human being and he went up into heaven when he was resurrected and that is God Almighty manifested in flesh and that is how he will live for eternity ruling the whole universe and all his creation so he has made you to be like him so that you also have a body you are you are a spirit living in the, your body right now just like he God is a spirit and he made a body for himself like umami and came in form of, of that body as Jesus Christ and that is the body he is going to use so God is going to be ruling his universe from the physical world of man so that's why he's making the planet out and we human beings will be part of it he's making our abode to be his headquarters God is going to make abode of mankind to be his headquarters so he's making this city the city of only New Jerusalem will be the capital city of the universe when God will be done with it and God will be in the physical world with mankind ruling his, his physical and his spiritual world from, from the physical world of mankind in a glorified state now a glorified state of the Lord Jesus Christ that is the plan of God and that is what we are seeing being revealed to us here in the book of Revelation chapter 31 God has made all these things plain to us that this is his plan he wants you to be a part of that plan join yourself to this plan of God so that you'll be on God's side and he's inviting you right now that don't rebel against his world and his plan because those that rebel they will be in the lake of fire in the incinerator where they will be unwanted elements to be destroyed forever but God is calling you that you that he has called and chosen that you are listening that you are believing continue to believe and give your life to him so that you can be a partaker of this glory that is going to be revealed at the end of the, at the, end of the, at the, end of the world so the lamp is the, the light that we will be having is the Lord Jesus Christ that will be giving light to the whole world just like we see the sun right now there will be no more need for sun the Lord's light will be coming from the radiation from the body of the Lord Jesus Christ that will be the light that will light the whole world that's what it says right here that the city does not need any sun nor moon verse 25 and the gates of the city and the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day for there shall be no night day well there will be no night because if the Lord Jesus Christ is the light and the Lord is there all the time the light will be there all the time and there is no need for light going up, off and on for night time so there will be no night day and we went for that I said and they shall bring the glory and honor of the nations into it and there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth neither whatsoever worketh abomination or maketh a lie but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life shall dwell therein you have to be written in the Lamb's book of life to enter that city and how do you get yourself in the Lamb's book of life 
you must be born again believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved repent from your sins and accept Jesus and then your name will be written down in the Lamb's book of life if it's not there already because our names have been there from the foundation of the world God is just calling those whose names have been in the book of life from the foundation of the world calling them unto himself to believe the gospel so if you that is listening and you are believing you are called if you refuse to believe most likely you are not called because those that are with Christ they are called they are chosen and they are faithful and that is the message that we have to have for you let's go to chapter 22 because after the Lord showed to us this city that he is building for mankind is going to wrap it up and give you an invitation for you to come on in verse 22 chapter 22 verse 1 and he showed me a pure river of water of life clear as crystal proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb listen again it's only one throne not thrones one throne of God and of the Lamb like I said God will be inhabiting the Lamb for eternity that when you see the Lamb you have seen God because the Lamb is not just a, a physical animal it's God's manifestation as the Lord Jesus Christ it's what is reproduced as the Lamb here and there will be only one throne of the Lord God the Lord Jesus Christ in the midst of the street of the city in the midst of the street of it and on either side of the river was there the tree of life which bear twelve manner of fruits and yielded their fruit every month and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations now many scholars have said this tree could actually be symbolizing something rather than physical tree that we are known to that have branches and leaves but what Apostle John saw in this vision could be just a representation of whatever the tree of life symbolized but he actually saw a tree that has branches it could symbolize something but actually there are trees that have branches in that vision there are trees that have branches and have leaves and have fruits just like any tree you can see or not but those can be symbols of something else the tree of life the Lord Bible says wisdom say I am the tree of life so that could be symbolizing the presence of God and the wisdom of God that keep people alive and the life of God that will be going through life through every 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 mankind that comes to it and that is the tree of life and you also remember in the book of Genesis Bible said that the tree of life was in the garden but Adam didn't go and eat that tree of life before he went to the tree of knowledge of good and evil I wonder what is the tree of knowledge of good and evil would that be another physical mango or apple tree or this and that but it's actually representing some fruits of the spirit the fruits of the flesh are these fruits of sin that the devil introduced to mankind adultery fornication those are the fruits of the devil wrath confrontation strife and heresies and idolatry and all those selfish ambitions those are the fruits of the devil the fruits of the flesh and then if they are fruits then there must be a tree that is producing the fruits and that tree is the devil that is producing those fruits in men that are given to it so you can say then the tree of life in the garden then will be the presence of God that if they have come to him and listened to him they will bear the fruits of the holiness the holy, the fruits of God is the Bible says these are the fruits of the spirit in Galatians chapter 20 chapter, chapter 5 you see that the fruits of the spirit are love, joy, peace, long-suffering, patience, kindness, godliness, brotherly kindness, 
and charity. All of those things that the Bible says are true, are true and loving, those are the fruits of the Spirit. And if they are fruits of the Spirit, all the things that look like moral ways of life, if those are the fruits, then there must be a tree producing the fruit. And Christ said, I am the tree, the vine, and ye are the branches. So we individually, we are to we are to bear the fruit if we are the branches of the Lord Jesus Christ. So when he said the tree of life is in the garden, is the presence of the saints of God will be in the garden. And he said the fruits will be twelve manner of fruits, and they are yielding their fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. Now when you say healing of the nations, you have known that the world will be ruled over by the saints. And all the nations of the earth that are redeemed will still be populations of human beings in every nation. But uh, from the city, the, of the holy city, will come laws, will come visitations by the saints of God, will come some representatives of the Godhead, some representatives of the priesthood of God, visiting all those nations and bringing healings in case of any trouble. They bring healing. Well, that's what is describing here. Is describing here the the, the life of God as it flows from the throne of God through carriers. The carriers will be some principalities of God or some saints of God that have been elevated to those positions to take those life of God to lands, to planets, to other worlds, and also to the planet, to human beings, to the nations that we call them. They will be flowing through man. The life of God will be flowing through man. That is all of us that are redeemed, that are overcome. We have responsibility we were doing for God. We have jobs that we will be doing for God. Either visiting planets, either visiting other places that God is doing some new things, or we working for God to do some new things in other planets. That will be taking place, and that is the healing of the nation that he's talking about. And the flight, the life of God will be flowing through his servants. Just like the angels are coming back and forth now doing something and ministering to the saints, the saints of God that are redeemed in the new world will also be carrying the life of God from the throne of God, from the city of the New Jerusalem. They will be carrying it to other lands or other planets or other nations as the life of God is flowing through them. And that is what he's saying the tree of life will be bearing its fruit, and the leaves of it is for the healing of the nations. Verse 3 And there shall be no more cause, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it. And his servants shall serve him. You see the service? The servants of God will be serving him. Like we saints, we serving God. And what do we do? We worship him. Yeah. And we also carry the life of God to other things, other planets, other nations, or create other creations that God we have in other planets and universes. Because that's not the end of it all. God is going to be creating universes that will be something new will be taking place over there. And the saints of God that are new, that are redeemed in this planet are will be working for God in all the universe and there is enough job for everyone there is enough enough responsibility for everyone don't worry about it people think we are just going to stand in the air or just hold screaming holy holy for eternity there will be some time for, for that type of party but there will be a time of responsibility where you because we are going to be there for eternity we are not going to just stand around for eternity just clapping hands no there will be job responsibility for everyone that's redeemed it will be just like it is in heaven, so it is on earth. Just like what we have on earth right now, we have responsibilities. The same way we happen when the Lord Jesus Christ has taken it over. There will be responsibilities for everyone, and there will be love guiding everyone's heart. Now let's go on. And the Bible said in verse 4, And they shall see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads, and there shall be no night there, and they need no candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord God giveth them light 
and they shall reign forever and ever. We shall reign with Christ forever and ever. Say, so how do we reign when there is no other people other than we? Well, there will be other people. That's what is reigning means. I mean, God is going to create new things. This is not the end of it all. God is going to start some new projects, maybe on some other planets or some other universes or some other galaxies. And we saints that are redeemed from this house will be walking with Him and reigning with Him in all these places that God is going to be creating. And the Lord has all of these things planned. So God has a project, my friend. God has a plan and a business and He has a job for you. And He's calling you to guard yourself and come and be part of God. You've got to be part of Him to walk in His new project. Verse 6, And He said unto me, These things are faithful and true. And the Lord God of the holy prophets sent His angel to show unto His servants the things which must shortly be done. It's shortly. We say it's going to be done shortly because a thousand years before God is like yesterday. You may say, we have been saying this since 2,000 years ago. Yes, it's coming. It's coming, my friend. It's coming, my friend. Get ready and prepare for it. It's coming, my friend. Behold, I come quickly, said the Lord. Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecy of this book. And I, John, saw these things and heard them. And when I had heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel, which showed me these things. Then say he unto me, See thou do it not, for I am I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren the prophets, and of them which keep the sayings of this book, worship God. That is another example, another, another example where the angel said to John that I am one of you, I'm one of the prophets, I'm not an a, 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 a spirit being. That angel actually was not uh, one of the spirit angels, he was one of the apostles, one of the prophets that are person that God was using to do this to show this to, to, to show this to Apostle John. He said, I'm one of you. That's what he's saying here. He said, Don't fall down before me. Don't worship me. He said, Worship God. He says, Because I am one of thy fellow servants and of thy brethren the prophets, and of them which keep the sayings of this book. Verse 10. And he said unto me, Seal not the sayings of the prophecies of this book. For the time is at time. That is, this is not the time to keep it secret now. Time is now to explain it. To make it plain so that everybody can know what God is actually planning for us so that we can prepare ourselves and want it. If you want it, run the race to win. Run the race. The race is against the devil. The race is against your flesh and yourself. The race is against selfishness and self. You've got to overcome self to serve God. You've got to overcome self to surrender your life to Christ. You've got to overcome self. What is self? All the desire to please men is self. All the fear that you want to, you are afraid of what the enemy can do, or you are afraid of what your friends will say, that is self. You are still thinking of yourself. When you should be thinking of God that says, Fear God first and lay down your life for his cause. That is when you are not thinking of yourself. So you've got to overcome self. And he went for that, he said, Verse 11 He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. He that is holy, let's read this in verse 11. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. What does that tell you? That looks like there's a time when there's everything will be locked in. The door will be locked. You can't change whatever you are. If you are holy right now, keep yourself holy. If you keep going in and out of sin, from one holiness back to ungodliness, back to holiness, back to ungodliness, wash out. Let the door be locked and you are locked into ungodliness, into your filthiness, and you cannot come back anymore. Wash out, because that's what he's saying here. The angel said that it's the time there will be no more change. 
no more changeover, no more repentance when everything is locked and people will be locked in their righteousness or locked in their ungodliness. He said, they that are just will be, un will be just -y. Those that are unjust will be unjust -y. Those that are filthy will come to be filthy. Those that are righteous will come to be righteous. And they that are holy, they will come to be holy. That's like they are locked into their holiness and the others are locked into their unrighteousness. Verse 12, and behold, I come quickly and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. Now this is the time God is going to be rewarding work. It's not our work that saves us, but we that are saved will be rewarded by what we do for God. And that's why I'm preaching this gospel to you. So I'm not preaching so that I can be saved. I am already saved. I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and that is my Savior. He is the way, the truth, the life. He is the only one that can save you. Now if you are saved and you are a Christian, you have been born again, serve the Lord. You have money, you have funds, serve the Lord with your money. You have time, serve the Lord with your time. You have for energy, serve the Lord with your energy. Because what you do for God in trying to win others to Christ, in trying to sponsor the gospel, those things that you do for God will be rewarded. But it's not the work you do for God that is going to save you. You've got to be saved first by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. By accepting you as your Lord and Savior, that's how you get saved. Only through Jesus. And His grace alone will save you. Now, if you are saved, you want to, you just want to be at the bottom of the of the ladder where there are saints are going to be climbing the ladder or you want to climb the ladder and get reward for climbing so that is why we are saying after you have been saved do service for God serve God with your money serve God we need funding to continue to put this gospel on the radio if the Lord has blessed you that you have foreign currency send to us so that we can we can continue to propagate the gospel send use your money for the gospel that's what we are inviting you to do send offering to help the gospel that's how you can partake of the work of the Lord but that's not what is going to save your soul you've got to be saved first when you accept Jesus as Lord and Savior that is a free gift now after you get that free gift use your funding use your time use your blessing to tell others about Jesus to sponsor the gospel and God is going to reward you that's what he's talking about here blessed are they that do his commandments verse 14 because your work shall be rewarded in verse 12 he said I am Alpha and Omega the beginning and the end the first and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandments that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. For without are dogs and sorcerers and warmongers and murderers and idolaters and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and a bright and morning star. And the spirit and the bride say, Come, and let him that heareth say, Come. And let him that is attached come, and whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. And the Lord is building us a city, and you want to be a particular of that city, bow your head, let's pray for you. Ask Jesus Christ to make you a particular, and turn away from your iniquity, and begin to expect the Lord Jesus Christ, and begin to aspire to the goal of overcomers, and overcome all the temptations, and the Lord himself will be on your side to help you. But I pray for all the listeners. Touch them yourself, O Lord Jesus Christ, and make them understand. And revive our house, O Lord Jesus Christ, so that we can move up higher in the name of Jesus Christ. Write to us, and we shall send you some more exhortation. Write to Gospel Distribution on the internet, www.gospeldistribution.org. That is ORG. Send us email, webmaster at gospeldistribution.org, and we shall be responding to your email. God bless you. Jesus is coming soon. The new heaven and the new earth is sure. Will you be a particle of it? We invite you to come and be a particle of it. Accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior today. He is the only way. 
your religion no other religion can save you only jesus the only name hallelujah praise the lord we have a new book from evangelist julius adomi that will be very beneficial and blessing to you it is the biography of evangelist julius adomi and it's titled a child of god from ijebulan a child of god from ijebulan and it documented the life history of evangelist julius adomi you will be blessed because it's a book of testimonies you can get this book on jumia.com if you are in nigeria and you can also get it on amazon if you write to this address we might be able to also get it for another price write to post office box 10308 ibadan nigeria post office box 10308 ibadan nigeria god bless you